Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now, thank you so much, called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year, and each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com. Com and definitely check out those shows as well. Also, just a quick note that submissions for the Zibby Awards are open and will close on September 15th. Go to zibbyowens.com and you will find the Zibby Awards open submissions where we celebrate all the under-celebrated parts of a book, like the best spine, the best author's note, the best table of contents. And authors can nominate their own best publicists, best editors, and so on. There will be an in-person award ceremony in October in New York. You will not want to miss it. Go to zibbyowens.com.
Allie Hazelwood is the best-selling author of Love on the Brain. She's also the best-selling author of The Love Hypothesis, as well as a writer of peer-reviewed articles about brain science in which no one makes out and the ever after is not always happy. Originally from Italy, she lived in Germany and Japan before moving to the U.S. to pursue a Ph.D. in neuroscience. She recently became a professor, which absolutely terrifies her. When Allie is not at work, she can be found running, eating cake pops, or watching sci-fi movies with her two feline overlords and her slightly less feline husband. Welcome, Allie. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss love on the brain. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Would you mind telling listeners what Love on the Brain is about? Love of the Brain is my second book, and it's a rom-com about B, a neuroscientist who has been having a few issues in her career recently, but she gets assigned to this amazing project at NASA that is going to you know, be life-changing for her. Uh, She's going to lead a very important project that has to do with astronauts and really complicated technology. And then when she's over the moon, uh, because she just found out that she got this project, she finds out that the person she's going to lead the project with, with is someone that she knows from grad school and it's someone that she has a little bit of a past with. And, you know, the book is the story of how they kind of figure out how to work together in order to finish this project. Wait, what was your funny nickname for him again? Super Brag or something? Or what did what was the sister's nickname for him? For him, the Wardas, I think. Yes. <laughs> I don't even remember. It's been so long since I read that book. And now I'm like deep into my other books. Oh, <laughs> but I uh, think that's what it is. I know. You're like, do I am I really still talking about this? Yeah, the Wardas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I mean, there aren't a lot of books where uh, the uh, rom-com where the lead woman is a neuroscientist. I love that. And you have all of this description of her in the lab and all and like her and her mom wore a wedding dress to her lap to her. Wait, who wore the wedding dress? I'm like, no. The wedding dress was Marie Curie. Marie Curie, yes, and her mom. So Marie Curie, like, has this, I mean, to be fair, uh, it was a different time, (laughs) but the story of Marie Curie, so the main character of the book is kind of like a Marie Curie fangirl, or she's obsessed with Marie Curie, (laughs) and who wouldn't be? I mean, come on, she was super cool, but (laughs) there is this story of Marie Curie, which is that she, when she got married uh, at the time, uh, so Pierre Curie, who was, uh, you know, her soon-to-be husband, was uh, going to be the one who would buy a wedding gown because she didn't have the money, you know, Marie Curie <laughs> was like, uh, all the money goes into science. <laughs> so he was going to buy her the wedding gown. And she was like, you know what? Let's not buy me a wedding gown since uh, I have, uh, like, how many times are you going to wear a wedding dress? Only once. Instead, buy me a gown that I can actually use in the lab. And so it's basically, she kind of like, in in modern days, she basically got married in her lab coat, which I kind of love. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so Marie Curie, really. I love that, you know, at the time of this recording, I'm like reading this about Marie Curie and then like looking at the J-Lo Ben Affleck wedding pictures, you know, on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, how different. Wait, can these- did they get married? Yes. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I missed that. Oh, it just happened. It just happened. And sorry oh for God. the timeliness. Oh, I'm so see. glad they did it. I'm so glad. I want this for them. Yes. I want this for them. Yes. Sorry. Well, just... You're going to go on a deep dive. And... I'm so excited. Yeah. I don't know why I missed it. I, I've been very deep in K-drama, so I haven't been on social media a whole lot. But 
I'm glad. I'm so happy for them. Yes, yes. It's the second chance romance that it's true. we all want uh, yep. to see in the world. It's, it's like another rom-com, right? Oh, it's yeah. Like 20 years later, this. here we go. <laughs> I love this. They're they're older, they're wiser. They're both still super attractive. And uh, this is happening. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, well, now you can write a book about that. You know, <laughs> that is like a... So wait, how did you get into write? Well, how did you get into writing in general, but particularly writing rom-coms? Right. So I, I wasn't, I, I never really wrote fiction growing up, but, you know, I would write for school and, you know, for, for essays and stuff like that. But then I think in 2017, around 2017, I actually saw a movie at the movies, at, at the cinema. It was uh, Star Trek Beyond. And I had always been a lot into Star Trek when I was a kid. And then, you know, growing up, like there had been school and uh, other things that kind of like I, I had kind of let go of my fangirliest uh, spirit. But when I went to the movies, I was in the last year of my PhD and I saw, you know, Spock again. I was like, oh my God, I am obsessed again. And that was like how I got into fandom and fan fiction. I, I think part of the reason why I was never into fandom before and fan fiction and stuff was that you know, I, I didn't grow up speaking English. So there was a, a big part of the internet that was just kind of like off limits to me because I couldn't understand what was going on. But, you know, I, I, wait, wait, where yeah. did you grow up? I grew up in Italy. Okay. So I grew up speaking Italian and up until high school, the, like we, I come from the very North of Italy. So the, the second language in our schools is German because we're so close to Austria. So, so that English just wasn't really a thing for me for a long time. And then, you know, in high school, I started studying English and then, you know, I started doing some programs abroad and uh, um, I started learning it. And anyway, fast forward, I mean, my late twenties, I think, and I am do, finishing up my PhD. I see this movie and I'm like, I need to know more about like what is going on. So Wait, I actually, what was your PhD in? My PhD was in neuroscience. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Keep going. And it was here in the US. <laughs> yeah. No, so totally unrelated to Star Trek. <laughs> like this was just, I think it, I, I just bring it up because I think it was uh, this, I think I really needed a distraction at the time. Like I had been hyper-focused on, on my work and my school and, uh, you know, just my research for so long. Uh, and uh, I kind of rediscovered that there was this amazing thing that I loved, which was, you know, fanish spaces and, uh, you know, sci-fi and love stories. And so I kind of went back to that. And uh, um, that's how I discovered fan fiction. And first I was just reading it. And then I started, started getting some ideas for, you know, fanfic writing. And I started, you know, slowly posting stories, first really short stories about, you know, these Star Trek characters in weird scenarios, mostly like very romantic in tone. So like there, I had a bunch of ships, so a bunch of characters that I wanted to be together and stuff. And then, um, you know, that's kind of how I started writing. I, I wrote fan fiction for, I think, three, four years. And then and then I, I met like my agent, uh, Taole, who is amazing. She actually reads fan fiction and she found some of my fan fiction. And I had written a note uh, at the end of one of my fics uh, saying... Uh, 
if you are interested in this story, please download it because I might pull it one day. I might decide that I want to, you know, try to publish it. So just make sure that you download it if you want to have it because it might not be here. And she saw this uh, note and she was like, you know, it sounds like you're interested in publishing. Why don't you, why don't, why don't we work together? Basically. And that was, uh, you know, that was amazing. She's the one who like kind of taught me how to write a rom-com, you know, wow. <laughs> she helped me so much. She, she's amazing. And that's how, you know, the books started <laughs> happening. So it basically was just your agent being like transition from fan fiction into this. My agent is amazing. And not just that, like she, she's such a, she, she's not, she didn't just do it with me. She's done it with other people too. Like she's taken a lot of like artists and she does both illustrated books and like, you know, graphic novels and like regular books that like, you know, just writing. Yep. Yep. And she just, uh, she's also very into fanish spaces and fandom. She's like a nerd. I love her. <laughs> I just, I like her as a person, as I remember, like, we have so many things in common, but she has done it with several people. You know, she just reads fan fiction and if she sees potential and if she sees interest in someone, uh, you know, yep. being traditionally published, she, she doesn't like, she, she doesn't like barge in and say, you should stop writing fan fiction because you're just wasting your talent. You should come and try to publish. She's just, you know, if she sees interest, she she helps you. Got it. Got it. She's amazing. Wait, who the is best. this? Who is this amazing agent? Her name is Taole. Uh, she is with the Sandra Dijkstra. I can even yeah, yeah, yeah. name okay. literary agency. I'm actually very excited because I'm I'm going to Comic Con this this week, and so that will be in San Diego, and that's where she lives. Yeah. So I'm gonna get to like hug her. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited. I was just with um, Evangeline Lilly, who is from Ant-Man and the Wasp, and she she was at my book fair, and she's going to be at Comic-Con this week. Uh, I, I, there's going to be so many cool people. Like, I am just going to, like, pace around hoping to meet Oscar eyes. <laughs> That's oh what gosh. I'm going to do. You're so funny. <laughs> I have to say, you would not know or assume any of this backstory about you from reading this book. <laughs> I mean, yes, there must, I knew there was some neuroscience background, but it could have just been research, right? You could have just like Googled extensively or interviewed people, but you have the most amazing background. It's really awesome. I mean, and yeah, you just, it just goes to show. It's like, you just never know. You just never know. It's like- You really don't. You really have no idea. Like I, I never would have thought five years ago that I would be doing this. I mean, this is amazing. I'm super grateful, but I never would have pictured it. You really never know. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you're really, you have a great voice. Like you're from the very beginning, like I did not want to stop reading, right? You're, you're, oh. it's super relatable and conversational and funny and like current in all the, you know, slang and everything. Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, especially that you don't have English as a first language. I mean, that's like shame on all of us who are <laughs> native born Americans who like cannot write books or. Oh, I get like so this. much help yeah. though. Like I get, you know, I have a lot of friends uh, that I actually met from my fan fiction days and they helped me so much. Like they're like, this is not English. <laughs> this oh, is funny. this is not a real word. <laughs> you made it up, stuff like that. Huh. And then I have, of course, my editor at Berkeley who also helps me so much. Like, so I, I have to be honest, like I get... Like the first version of anything that I write is like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, it has to be in the vault, locked, uh, cannot be seen by anyone. <laughs> do you also have a sister you're close to or or just a best friend or who do you call it to in the morning? Well, so I have a sister and we are, we're fairly close, but 
uh, I have a bunch of really, really good friends. So my best friend, there's my best friend, Kate. Actually, my first book was dedicated to her, whom I met through fandom. She is my, like, she is my fangirl twin soul. (laughs) Like, as in, uh, whenever I get excited about something, she's the one that I go to. Like, for me, it's just, I know it sounds... I used to go to her when I have problems, when I want to cry and stuff like that. But like, for me, just like the whole getting excited about things is so important. I really just want to have someone to share this with. And like, she's the one that I can go to. Like, for example, I recently got into K-drama so hard. And she like was like, you know what? If you like them so much, I'll check them out. Okay, wait, she's what? Okay, this is embarrassing. What is K-drama? I am ready. <laughs> I am ready to talk around them. So K-dramas are, it's like basically, uh, they're just like, like these mini series. They usually have 16 to 20 episodes and there are a bunch of genres of them and they are, you know, produced and written in Korea. And uh, you might've heard of Squid Game. I think it was yes, the yes, biggest yes. one. Right. Yes. It's basically like Squid Game, but, uh, you know, the ones I like are usually more romantic in tone they have like okay. a bunch of love stories and they're just like it's, it's just such an incredible storytelling medium they just like uh they are you know different from you know u.s tv shows of course because they come from the, they're the product of a different culture and i just i really really enjoy them and there are so many <laughs> and i that's what i spend my life doing right now i just watch them all <laughs> the time <laughs> guilty pleasure okay it's not even guilty like I'm like whatever <laughs> like, okay. I embrace it <laughs> yeah okay outward pleasure okay well I won't feel as bad not knowing about K-drama and you won't feel as bad not knowing about J-Lo and Ben Affleck yes now we're, uh, now we're all now we're even <laughs> That's no awesome. but to be honest I didn't know what K-drama was two months ago like so oh, okay. I'm I was right there with you it was like you know Christina Lauren Christina yes. Lauren the, uh, the, the authors author. yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, Lo was the one who introduced me she was like you have oh. to watch this one and I was okay. like I will and I did and now this is my life and like Lo has abandoned me like Lo has now other passions and okay. I am still here obsessed I just interviewed her I was just <gasps> I just did an event with her for the gloss so yeah uh, Isn't So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything, it might be time to work on those things. And I have a solution for you. Therapy. 
online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help and I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy, and you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. Wait. Okay. So the next book you're doing, tell me about that. The following one after love on the brain. Yes. After love on the brain. Okay. And you also did the love hypothesis. Yes, 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 yes. That, that was the first one. That was the first one. New York Times um, bestselling author. That must've felt amazing. That was so cool. I so unexpected too. It was just a bunch of like really cool coincidence and things that happened and like that made it happen and it was just the coolest thing ever. Wait, what made it happen? Well, so book talk mostly. Like it was just, there were these book talk influencers who just, uh, um, so my book was a book of the month club pick. And so there are a bunch of influencers who are just kind of like associated with book of the month uh, and they get their books first or something. And so it just, the book ended up in in the hands of these amazing people who, you know, made all these amazing videos about it. And uh, that's what I say, like a bunch of like little things that happen and uh, like a confluence of uh, Marvel's things. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so my, my, my next book, I am going to be honest with you. I don't know how much I can say because we are so deep in edits. I don't know how much is going to change about it. As of right now, the title is Love Theoretically with a comma between love and theoretically. Okay. I, I think I want the comma. I don't know if my editor has. I think I like the comma. I like the comma. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna email her once we get off, and we're like, okay. I think it, so. changes, it totally changes the meeting. Thank you. Yeah. It's like it, it was supposed to be a pun on love, actually. You know, the love theoretically, yes, because yes. the main character is a theoretical physicist. So wow. I was like, I was so proud of this title. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah, I am really bad at titles. So whenever I get something that is vaguely punny, like I'm like, okay, I'm a genius. No one talked to me. I am the best person in the world. <laughs> like. Anyway, I hope that there will be a comma and I hope that that will be the title, but still undecided. As of right now, it's the story of a theoretical physicist uh, who ends up at odds with an experimental physicist. There is a little bit of a rivalry between them, uh, theorists and experimentalists. And uh, that is compounded by the fact that she has been fake dating uh, his brother. So it's kind of like... I like to think of it as my fake dating book with a twist in the sense that the girl doesn't get, doesn't end up with the guy she's fake dating, but she ends up with the guy that, with the brother of the guy that she's fake dating. Interesting. I, I hope it. it works. I don't even know. Oh my gosh. I love it. Still deep in edits. Oh no, it's awesome. Aside from using all of your PhD stuff in your fiction, are you doing research or teaching or anything related sp- like just to that. 
As of right now, yeah, I am planning to take a year off next year. So the next academic year, but as of right now, yeah, so I am a professor and yeah, I do research and I I teach and uh, my students hate me <laughs> because I teach neuroanatomy. It's everyone's least favorite subject uh, because there's a lot to memorize. Wow. Yeah. And where do, where do you teach anatomy? I am like, is it okay if I don't? say the, the university where I teach. Yes. Is it in okay. the United States or not? It is. Yes. I'm here. Okay. In, I'm in the South of the United States. Yeah. Okay. I'm just like trying to keep my two. That's fine. That's totally fine. Thank you. Do your <laughs> students know that you have this like secret life of a, of a novelist? I haven't told them. And, you know, I use a pen name, so I haven't told them. However, you know, my picture is at the end of the book. So it's possible that someone knows, but hasn't said anything. So your real it's- name is not Allie. My real name, my last name is not Hazelwood. But your first so, name is Allie. It's, well, it's a nickname, yeah. It's a nickname. Okay. I won't pry too much. <laughs> wow. That, I mean, uh, it's it's possible that they know. I feel like you would know if they knew. I feel like they would. Right. I, I know. Right. I feel like yeah. if, if one of my professors wrote a book and I got to the end of the book and saw the picture, I think I would go to them and be like, hey, you wrote a book. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I actually think that's amazing that you're not marketing to them. I feel like that's the first thing I would do. It's like, okay, here's my core audience. Like, at least I can sell to all my students. And you're like, no, no, I'll just sell to all these other millions of people over here. <laughs> my poor students. I know. I mean, if uh, I, I would, I mean, they're, they're college students. So I, I, I would feel bad. They already, you know, pay my salary through their tuition. <laughs> so I would feel like I, I would want to give them free books actually. So. Oh my gosh. That's wow. That is really funny. <laughs> what an interesting life. So when you're not, <laughs> when you're not going to comic con, watching K dramas, <laughs> writing, teaching, or researching, do you have time to do anything else? I mean, again, the K drama is truly my. <laughs> That's the source. Like, one. Okay. I I cannot I cannot overstate how much time I spend watching them. Okay. I crochet. I love crochet. Oh, um, I'm I also have to do all this. Do yeah, you, yeah, that's those? my, this is my, my crochet wow. project. <laughs> I have two cats. I have, wait, I'm going to show you my cat. He's here. Oh, he's very cute. And uh, the other one is elsewhere. I don't know. That's it, really. This is uh, um, my, my, my bio that I have to change says that I run in my spare time. But the truth is that I have been working out very little <laughs> in the past few years. So, but let's pretend that I'm a very sporty person. I literally worked out for the first time this morning in so, so long. And I was like, this is, this is pathetic. That, like, <laughs> and then I would say to myself, like, well, I should at least do 25 minutes. Like, come on, 25 minutes. And then I'm like, that doesn't count. And then I'm thinking, this is more than I've done in weeks. Of course it counts. Like, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Same. Like it's it's one of those things where when you fall off the wagon, it's so hard to go yes. back because it's painful. And also you're like, I used to run, you know, five miles. Yep. Not even like, and, yeah. and now it's like, oh my God, I ran for four minutes and this is, I am dying. So it, it's just very hard to compare yourself with what you yes. used to do. It's very humbling. <sighs> it is, it is so humbling. I and might as well just, stay sitting down and <laughs> exactly. not face the pain and keep my dignity. <laughs> yeah. You know, stay with my head above on zoom and you know, <laughs> anyway, well, at least I'm not alone in that. Thank you. <laughs> never alone. You're never alone. <laughs> Do you have any advice for aspiring authors? 
I guess my advice is that, you know, it's kind of always the same and, and kind of like, I don't know, maybe try it a little bit, but just find a very good support network. It's it's a very tough business. Uh, you know, it's harsh sometimes. Like you, you, you get a very honest feedback, feedback from all corners and it's, I, I, I don't know, I doubt myself a lot. I'm sure other people, like I'm sure every author doubts themselves and just having a bunch of friends that you can talk to and that are there to support you and that, you know, love you despite or like they are there they're your friends regardless of what you write you know they that, that make you feel like you're a person and not just a writer that that is very valuable and um they help you deal with their rejections and the failures because there are so many so yeah just you know find a very good support network that you can trust but i i guess that's the the advice for everything in life so it's not that is not what i usually hear so don't worry do you, okay. <laughs> um, do you currently have love on your brain right now? I mean, I have my husband and my cats. <laughs> okay. I, no, I do love my husband very much, even though he's very annoying sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, and, but yeah, he's, uh, he's very cute and I love him. Yeah, I guess I do. Uh, okay, and then, yes. But I love my cats more. Sorry. Okay. It's, That's okay. I won't tell him. All right. He knows. He's he knows. <laughs> Allie, or whatever your real name is, uh, this is so much fun, and I'm so impressed. I love this whole neuroscience, like science rom-com sort of subgenre that you've created here. I think it's so cool, especially to have role models of super smart women. And I, I mean, I have to be honest. I didn't create it. Like you know, Sherry Thomas and Helen Hong were you know writing them way well, before, so. but you know, I, I'm I'm just glad to be part of their tradition. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, I know you, so I'm talking to you. I'll, I'll tell, them, I'll tell you. them the same thing if we ever speak, but you know, for now I'm saying it to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Either Perfect. way, I think it's amazing. I think it's great to give really smart women as role models and for protagonists and so that we can learn a little bit as we go anyway. So it's awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're so welcome. All right. Well, good luck and uh, take care and thank try to you. keep going on that comma. Like, <laughs> yes, I will down, fight for the comma. I will down on the comma. Yeah, there you I, go. I'm, I'm writing my editor right now. Okay. That's, you can CC me if you want. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.